Welcome to Star Wars Collecting Cosmos, a celebration of collecting miscellanea. Joining us for this podcast conversation, we have Marjorie from Star Wars Action News and Marvelous Toys. Hi, Marjorie. Hello. And how are you doing today? I am doing fabulous. How are you? I'm, I'm doing quite well. I'm, I'm pretty excited to do this first episode. I know. Yeah, it'll be, be interesting to see where we go with this. Also joining us is Amy from Nerdventions. Hi, Amy. Hi, guys. And how are you doing today? Excellent. All right. It's the weekend. It is the weekend. It's always nice to get there. <laughs> My, myself here, I am Ryan. Um, many of you have probably heard me from Galaxy of Toys before. Amy mentioning the weekend, I am a teacher, and we're about two and a half weeks out from summer break, so I'm highly looking forward to that right now. Uh, <laughs> with the nice weather we're getting this weekend, too, it makes it even nicer to uh, try and get toward that summer. Well, anyway, the, the idea for this show kind of started out last, uh, last year as a joke uh, during the ICE event that was held in Seattle. We were doing a Galaxy of Toys podcast. I was probably saying something about Bendems, as I usually did, just to annoy Tom on our show, if nothing else. And I think it may have been when we were interviewing Steve Sansweet. I don't remember. But uh, like Marjorie and I got the, this thing going of, hey, you know, we could do this podcast all about those things that nobody ever seems to like or people seem to overlook or those different things nobody ever seems to talk about. I remember at the time, we said, yeah, we could do that. And it was kind of a joke, kind of, well, you know, we'll see. And I remember uh, Marjorie's husband, Arnie, said, fine, you can go and do whatever you want. As long as I don't have to edit it, it's fine. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, Jason, who runs the Galaxy Toys podcast, came to me and said, hey, Ryan, you know that that idea you had of the, the you know, that of podcasts of things that people don't like or, you know, that are different or whatever. Do you think you could do that? And I'm like, well, I'll, I'll see what I could do. So I talked to Marjorie and said, she said, sure, I'll, I'll get in on that. And uh, I talked to Amy, who's a good friend here in the Seattle area and part of Sarlacc. And she said, absolutely, she wanted to be a part of that. So here we are. This show will be covering a lot of those things that you don't hear about in another podcast, those those general items that kind of get overlooked. I mean, most podcasts out there will cover the things like the the Hasbro, the Kenner, Sideshow, Gentle Giant, and all those. I, I hate to use the term mainstream, but uh, kind of that. We're we're going to go a little away from that. We're going to cover things more like bendums and applause, Sigma, handcrafted items, Ewoks, and yes, even Jar Jar. I love so, him. <laughs> You Ewoks! Ewoks! <laughs> <laughs> you know, w w with that in mind, I'm going to go a little off script here. And, and, you know, Marjorie, I put Jar Jar in there, of course, because of you. Why don't you explain your love of Jar Jar? I can't explain why. It just kind of happened. I somehow ended up focusing my Star Wars collection as a character focus on Jar Jar. And I have been picking them up at toy shows usually they're in the bargain bin a lot of times people just give them to me when we went out to seattle we stopped at lynn's toy stable she gave me a big jar jar because she thought i would give him a really good home and i have i went and visited duncan jenkins and he opened up a whole new world for me because he gave me some foreign jar jar items and so now i have this whole other area of it now that i'm like well i never thought about foreign stuff i need the foreign jar jar items now so, so I have to ask, in, in foreign Jar Jar type of items, are there any talking Jar Jars that talk in different languages? You know, I have to track down and see if there's any of the talking ones. Um, I do have the Jar Jar Spanish coloring book, which is fun. Okay. Okie day is okie day. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> 
I was just kind of curious, like if how they dubbed in Jar Jar's voice in other languages, if they used the sound alike of Ahmed Best, or if they went other directions, or what. It'd be, it'd be very interesting to find that out. Actually, well, now I'm gonna have to pick one up. <laughs> I, I've been watching a bootleg Jar Jar, which I find it hard to believe that someone would make a bootleg of Jar Jar. But I guess you know, if you're making all episode one toys, you would, I guess, and you had no idea to know that Jar Jar would destroy lots of things in the Star Wars world and cause lots of problems in general for collectors you know i actually have a bootleg jar jar i have a set of episode one like five inch figures and jar jar is one of them in oh cool if we're going to talk jar jar which is of course many people many people don't like um for some reason you know whatever reason it is we'll we'll go back to the much maligned for a long time ewoks which happens to be what amy loves amy why don't you talk about why you love ewoks because they're cute and cuddly and live in forests <laughs> I don't know. I, I they hit me at the right age. So Return of the Jedi came out when I was three, and I've loved them ever since. So um, you, you were on the right side of the Ewok line, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. How I met your mother, yes. in case you're curious. But yeah, um, I just finished off my plush, my vintage plush Ewok collection. My friend Jared, who's also a massive Ewok collector, um, hopefully we can have him on the show at some point. Uh, helped me start getting into the Tri-Logo Ewok boxed uh, little walklings. Ever since I got into that, now I have to finish that collection. And it just keeps going on and on. There's surprisingly a lot of Ewok collectibles out there. Never seems to end. There's always, you, you get done with one collection and you discover that new item. It's like, oh, well, hey, I got to get those too, right? Yes. It is a large market for Ewoks. And many, many years of Ewoks collecting uh, just collectibles coming out so lots to catch up on and it's kind of nice to see ewoks kind of coming back in a fashion like people don't hate them as much as they used to yes i definitely appreciate that more chances for ewoks to come out in the future hopefully right and who knows maybe one day after the new sequel movies come out something more that people hate more than jar jar will come out and people reminisce about how how much they love jar jar at that point and he'll come back around too (laughs) hey i'm telling you he is going to come around like the ewoks everyone hated ewoks like after, like, 1986, Ewoks were hated. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've kind of already gotten into getting to know each of our hosts here. Got a few questions to go over. Let's start with uh, what kind of collection do each of you have? Let's start with Amy this time. I have a lot of handmade items, and I really look for vintage handmade items. So those would be anything made when a film was coming out. Um, I have a couple items from 1977, including a Yavin medal that was made out of a a seat belt and um, some resin. I also have a number of just miscellaneous things. Like, I love Ewoks, but I also have just about every Ewok coloring book that's come out valentine cards uh for star wars or another uh thing i enjoy to collect and obi-wan of course particularly ewan mcgregor 12 inch figures ewoks did i mention ewoks again i don't know <laughs> but it's a little bit of everything i've never been a completist i've always been someone that just kind of collect what you like so if i go out there and i see something that kind of catches my fancy i'll usually pick it up if it's a reasonable priced item do you want to see ewoks one more time Ewoks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and Marjorie, what kind of collection do you have? I kind of follow the same kind of mentality as Amy. I collect what I like. I, I don't know that I'm a Jar Jar completionist yet. 
I buy what I like. I have bought the same thing a few different times because I guess they don't make toys like they used to and they do wear out occasionally. My talking Jar Jar often wears out. The battery leaks, that kind of thing. I, I buy the Bendoms. I love Bendoms. I can't explain it. I actually have tons of them and need to categorize them and inventory them now because I really have no idea what I have. And that all started with a Juggernaut Bendom because they made them in the Marvel line around the same time. So I got him, and then it just went downhill from there, and I keep buying them. But I just kind of buy what I like. I am a huge t-shirt collector. I have more t-shirts than fit in, like, three closets. I just have oodles and oodles of shirts. I've got them in closets. I've got them in laundry baskets. I've got them in the linen closet and upstairs in our house. I, I have a wee bit of a problem. I will buy shirts like they're nothing. I do too, Marjorie. I'm, I'm contemplating turning my Star Wars t-shirts into a quilt. I we'll have, have to thought talk. about that. Yeah, but I'm like, ooh, do I want to cut them up? But I'm like, you know, I can't possibly wear all of them, and some of them still yeah. have the tags. Wow. <laughs> and I'm not going to, you know, say anything bad against any certain line, but there's a certain line of clothing that I've noticed that when I buy the shirts from this certain person's company that they always end up with holes in them, like after three oh, washings. Me I too! I've heard so I've heard it's not just oh. me. No, it is not just you. I've, I've probably purchased five items. Three of them already have holes. Yep. All and right. Does it rhyme with Schmur Mooniverse? Uh, something similar. Yeah, okay. somewhere along those lines. <laughs> a little bit about myself. Then uh, I actually never said why I'm on this show. Generally, on a Galaxy Toy Show, I'm the one who always kind of defends. Uh, I don't know what some people would call the crap, or somebody. Some people would call uh, those things that just a lot of people don't like. And it started with Bendems on our first show, where uh, I started talking about Bendems because. 93, 94, that's all we had. We didn't have any action figures. We had Bendoms, and we were proud to have those coming out. And I got into everything, into the applause uh, stuff, into the, the big figurines, the small figurines, the ceramics, all of that sort of thing. And as far as my collection, I was once a completist, and then Star Wars Episode One hit, and I said, I can't do this. I kind of scaled back a little bit that, and I say scaled back slightly because I still have a I know everybody tells me it's a really large collection. I don't always feel that way, but uh, I have a lot of action figures. I'll put it that way. I tend to buy a lot of strange things, too. Like if I see something that's, that's really odd or out there, I'm like, yeah, I'll buy that. Things that, sh- uh, that pop up on, on ThinkGeek, like most recently I bought the, um, the Star Wars uh, popsicle molds, uh, the lightsaber popsicle molds off of there. And just anything like that, I'm sitting here looking at an A-wing calculator in front of me. All sorts of crazy stuff like that. So I will, I, I've will. i really gotten into the idea of if it's, if it's strange or different, I really like to buy it. I also have a kind of a Darth Vader focus. If there's any line out there that I don't collect all of, like I'll do all of the Hasbro action figures, but if there's something I don't do all of, I'll generally buy at least the Darth Vader from, from everything like that. And it keeps growing to where it's overtaken a cabinet and then some now, uh, far more than I thought it was, so... Moving on from there, what is each person's favorite underappreciated set of Star Wars collectibles? I'll start with Marjorie on this. An entire set of collectibles? I'm going to have to say the Bendoms. The Bendoms? Okay. They are great, cheesy, fun. I, I love the way they have to make them, the ridiculous outfits they have to put on them. Like Princess Leia looks like the vintage figure because it looks like she's got a fancy pantsuit on on some of them. Or when they're in the package, Han Solo's like doing the jive. It's, it's great, and they're fun. <laughs> I think that a lot of people just view them as crap, and I think they're neat. Yeah, I'll admit a lot of those head sculpts are pretty bad, but I know like toward the end of the Bendems line, they had some really cool ones. I thought the uh, the Gamorrean Guard looked really good. 
the Bib Fortuna was pretty good. Even Akbar turned out, I thought, all right. I so. love the Akbar, and actually, um, oh, I, I don't have him sitting here anymore. I had the Return of the Jedi set sitting here that I picked up like for a crazy low price because again, people don't want to keep those. I know people that- just give them to you. It's mm-hmm. nice. Is that the one that had Wicked in it? Yes, it is. I have that one. <laughs> nice. Not, not- I, I got to ask because I do know that it, is that the one that has a coin in it too? Oh, you know I'd have to get out and look at it because I really don't know off the top of my head. Because toward the end of the Bendems run, they did uh, big gift packs and they came with different coins. Um, one it had Star Wars embossed on one end, uh, one side, and on the other was uh, either an X-wing, a Tie Fighter, or a Millennium Falcon. And I know I have the X-wing one, and they're really nice, heavy-duty coins. They're not like cheapo coins. They're much, much heavier than the Power of the Force coins. They're pretty nice, actually. It was one of those nice things that actually came out of the Bendems line that lots of people don't know about. So, You know what? I didn't even look for that. I'm going to have to go look at it then, and I'll have to find out. Interesting. So I know there was a, a set, I think it was a Jedi set, that was the first time you could get Boba Fett, and I thought that's where they introduced the coins in there. I think the vet eventually became a single-carded figure, but it was only available in a gift set to begin with, and I bought that with three other figures I didn't have or that I already had already, just to get that Boba Fett to complete my set. So, Amy, what would be your favorite overlooked set of collectibles? Well, I don't know how overlooked they are, but that'd probably be the Kinder Egg Hippo line that came out. There's something irresistible about hippos wearing Star Wars outfits. I don't know what it is, but it's pretty awesome. So there was a whole line of these little mini figures. They were maybe an inch tall and um, all original trilogy characters. So, you know, hippos wearing Chewbacca outfit and Han Solo and Leia, Obi-Wan, R2. Then they also had a couple of supplemental things to the line, which included inflatable hippos wearing Star Wars outfits, a plush hippos wearing Star Wars outfits, and then a Millennium Falcon cardboard display that you could put all of the little one-inch figures on. Currently, I only have a handful of the figures, but I'd kind of like to start exploring getting into the other pieces in that set, in that line. Interesting fact about the Kinder Eggs. When I was in Germany last summer, I brought some home for a friend who's German and missed them terribly. Apparently, it's a felony. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because of the little toys are too small by American standards by the CPSC, so they are illegal in the United States. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, I, yeah, I we... actually remember when the United States—I think it was Nestle—tried to do something similar to those in the United States. They had a chocolate ball with a toy inside. Uh, at the time, I was working at Toys R Us, and we carried them there. And we had them in stock for I'd say a couple months, and all of a sudden we had to pull them. We're like, why? And they're like. No, there's this little FDA thing that says you can't have toys inside of food or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have that in the United States. I've heard actually of people being detained at the border coming back from Canada because they had Kinder Eggs in the car. I had no idea, and what's funny is I carried them right through O'Hare and everything, and no one said anything. No one said anything when I left Ireland or anything. So, so how did you find out that they were contraband? This is really funny, but I work for a wholesale distributor, and we had a recall on one of our products, and I handled the entire recall working with the government and everything well i was poking around their website and i saw kinder eggs I'm like what oh my gosh what i did what <laughs> <laughs> i think if you were driving over the border from let's say vancouver bc into washington state you would have gotten stopped instantly but i don't know if it's as well known if you're not crossing border lines in a car yeah it, it's it, possible yeah i mean they're 
mainly checking probably for, you know, marijuana or, I don't know, cigars. Who? What can you bring contraband back from Europe? Yeah. Yeah, it does seem kind of odd, but uh, yeah, I've heard a number of stories about people detained at the Canadian border generally because you can get them up in Canada uh, over that sort of thing, which fortunately for me, they, I haven't seen any – since I've been going to Canada back and forth, I haven't seen any Star Wars ones that I would pick up, so I wouldn't have to – break the law to, to bring any of those back home with me. <laughs> yeah, they haven't done Star Wars Kinder Eggs in quite some time. Right. Hasn't it been uh-huh. since, like, episode three? Yeah, it's about 2005, I think, since yeah. they've done it. Well, I was going to say for my favorite underappreciated or uh, set of collectibles, I was going to go with Bendems, but Marjorie already took that, and uh, since I'm, I'm kind of already known for Bendems, I was going to go with that. But um, I'll go ahead and, and go out there for applause, and just because... I remember when these first came out, most people probably remember first seeing these in, in Suncoast video stores in the malls. I believe the first few, I think they were nine inches tall, the first few figurines they put out were actually under a line called In Character, if I remember correctly. And they put out an X-Wing Luke and a, a Han Solo. It was Technically, it was an Endor Han Solo because he had the brown pants on. But, I mean, the the face sculpts weren't the best, but it's kind of a cool Star Wars item that we'd never seen before. And they grew, and they, they created more and more, and those first few, they were nice. They were just basically statues. Uh, they did like a Jedi Luke and a Chewbacca, a Stormtrooper and a Darth Vader, and, and they looked they looked pretty good. They were non-articulated, just statues. Then they started coming in and starting adding a little bit of articulation in the arms, and then adding a few more things, and slowly the quality started to go down, and... Um, the low point for me in applause would be the the Endor Leia, which if anybody's ever seen the Endor <laughs> Leia, is stoned the, Leia. <laughs> a lot of people talk about the monkey Leia from from the um, the Hasbro Power of the Force two line. I don't know. I think this face has got it beat. This is one ugly face on Leia. I know mine. She comes with a removable helmet. Uh, generally, that helmet's kind of down over her face, so I don't have to see that because it's, <laughs> it is one of the worst sculpted Leias I have ever seen and. Just crazy. But, I mean, Applause went out and did far more than just the statues and figurines. They went and did uh, little small, like, three-inch scale figures. Some of them kind of articulated, some not. And they they kept going, doing those through episode one. I don't think I saw much Applause after episode one. But I remember they did, like, uh, windows, um, window cling deals where it was like a micro-machine ship uh, attached to a wire that went to a suction cup that you could attach to the window. Uh, they did ceramic head mugs that kind of continued what uh, Sigma had done in the vintage era. It was just kind of an interesting line. They did all sorts of different things. They were billed as kind of a collector-focused line, although I think many collectors might uh, disagree with that nowadays. But still, it's one of those fun things to look on and, and see those different things that were not just the Hasbro uh, main line that was going on at that time. All right, moving on. Uh, what are each of you looking forward to talking about the most in this show? Uh, Amy? Probably the ceramics. Uh, I have a big collection of bootleg ceramics, handmade ceramics from probably 1978 to the mid-80s. Um, I also am getting deep into Sigma now. So I have several items like the Tauntaun teapot and the C-3PO tape dispenser. And, um, that would, and that would be the famous C-3PO tape dispenser. Yeah, well, yeah. it's charming. It's entertaining. And it's a tape dispenser, so it's multi-purpose. Uh-huh. It's a collectible that's entertaining and useful. And then probably some of the uh, the applause ceramics, the Hamilton plates, just kind of that whole 
area of ceramic bisque pottery. Oh, and rump mugs too. Can't miss those. Nice. And Marjorie, what are you looking forward to the most of, about talking to, about on the show? Actually, what I'm looking forward to is finding out different things that I may be interested in that I never thought about before because I'm going to have two other people talking passionately about them and then I'm going to end up with this big eBay search list of all this stuff that I'm like, oh, I never wanted that before but now I must have it. So I think it's going to be kind of exciting to hear other people talk about things because, you know, my husband, Arnie, is a kind of a completist, at least with Hasbro. With these new movies coming out, I don't know if we can be completist anymore without moving to like a warehouse or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. So, I don't know. I've always had a special spot in my heart for the tragically awful, traditionally hated pieces. And maybe now I'll be turned on to some other ones that I never thought of before. You know, thought I passed on them before. Now maybe I need them. That is the danger of this. I know on Galaxy of Toys a few times we've, we've talked about things. One I remember is we were doing a vintage focus show. And we were talking about Play-Doh items, and immediately I was just on eBay looking up Play-Doh items, and I was like, "Oh, that is so cool!" That is, and just made me want to buy a bunch of Play-Doh stuff. And like, I, I've avoided it so far. I've yet to actually go in and buy a bunch of it, but I still have those searches and items watched and saved on my my eBay feed. So uh, it'll probably happen sooner or later. But it was one of those things like, "Wow, that is cool! I want to buy those again." As far as me, I, I I'm kind of similar to what Marjorie said. I I mean, there's lots of different things I'm looking forward to talking about, all the crazy things, but it's going to be probably hearing about those things I've, I've maybe never heard about or um, all those those different kind of crazy items, I, especially when we get into handcrafted items. I mean, a lot of that's just going to be one of a kind and, and see some of that and how, what it's like and how crazy some of it gets. I know right now I own um, – Star Wars toilet paper, thanks to Arnie and Marjorie. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> they featured it on their their show, their Christmas show one year about different gifts to get. It was embroidered Yoda toilet paper on on Etsy. <laughs> I had to buy it. I went out immediately and bought it because one of my goals is I actually want to get the space balls, the toilet paper eventually. So that got me close to that at least. But doesn't it say something? Uh, isn't there a slogan on this toilet paper? Yes, it says "Wipe you will." <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I thought. Well, see, for me, okay, I'm going to go on a tangent here. When episode one came out, I wanted Star Wars toilet paper bad, and I wanted to have Darth Sidious on it saying, wipe them out, all of them. Oh. And we never got that. I was so disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we needed that. Yeah, I, I'm not even sure we need the toilet paper that we have, to be honest, but. I like crazy stuff, what can I say? I, no, I am a sucker for that stuff. If something looks horrible or is cheesy or Goofy, I will totally buy it. Absolutely. <laughs> Empire Strikes Back Kleenex boxes, just saying. Mm -hmm. I would love to have those. <laughs> I, I have a set. Oh, that's so awesome. Um, I think that, well, I don't know what you, actually, I don't, is it the Empire Strikes Back ones? A friend of ours worked someplace where he was able to get them, and we got a set, and he also gifted a set to Steve. Nice. nice. And they're unused. They're still the flat boxes. Wow. Yeah. So what is something, that different item that you have bought most recently? Uh, we'll start with uh, Marjorie. Um, the last Jar Jar item I bought actually was a Jar Jar Binks Episode 1 mouse pad from the Rancho Obi-Wan duped auction on eBay. Was anybody bidding against you on it? No, 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 <laughs> no. I, I No, it was very easy. And I think I paid more in shipping than I did for the actual item. Oh, yes, one of those. I, I yes. bought a few like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And Amy, what have you bought most recently that kind of fits into our category here? Well, I bought the Star Wars Storyboards book, which I don't know if that entirely counts because it's not too off the wall. But when I was at the Antique Mall a couple weeks back, I got a Jar Jar item, which I'm not going to go into too much detail on because I want to mod it in some way and give it to Marjorie as a gift. Surprise! Oh! Yeah. (laughs) Is it going to be like a Jar Jar Voodoo doll? (laughs) It's smaller than a Jar Jar Voodoo doll, but also a useful item that you might be able to use. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'll let you think about that one. You actually just sent me the Jar Jar thank you cards, too. <laughs> I did. Thank you for purging my collection of Jar Jar. But People the do that all the was, time to me. I know. It's so funny. No sooner had I got rid of Jar Jar than I saw Jar Jar. I'm like, I have to buy this for Marjorie. <laughs> so now my collection has a Jar Jar in it again. <laughs> that is the fun thing about knowing you, Marjorie, is when we... we we see something out there that's Jar Jar related. It's like, I wonder if Marjorie has this. Secret. Yeah, I, I'm also going to have to inventory Jar Jar because that's gotten kind of crazy. And it's funny how much of it's coming from Seattle because Jake sent me the Jar Jar soap dispenser. It's a sign, Marjorie. All I know. good Jar Jar stuff is in Seattle. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, me, myself, most recently, I've actually bought a few items. Uh, going back to my Think Geek purchase, yeah, I got the um, the light up popsicle molds that are lightsaber hilts that light up to so create your own lightsabers that you can use during the summer and uh, battle with your friends or eat them however you feel best before they melt. And then I also bought something I had seen briefly and, and I noticed it again at, uh, on May the 4th was the R2-D2 measuring cup set. You actually take R2-D2 and take him all apart and like each part you take off is a different size measuring cup. And then his shoulders come off and they become measuring spoons. I just thought it was an amazing thing. The only problem is none of his dishwasher safe, so I doubt I'll use it very much. <laughs> that was my question. Uh, I was yeah, waiting was for you to stop to find out, is it dishwasher safe and are they like a good plastic? Uh, they seem okay, but it's one of the, it looks great, like assembled. It's a nice looking R2 and it's really nice the way they, they put it together. But it's like, do I really want to use this? I mean, I have the the Darth Vader toaster that I use all the time and, and it works great. I love it. I'm going to have to get the new one that's actually shaped like Vader's head. So I use a lot of that stuff, but that was one where I was like, I don't know if I want to use this. I will be using the, the popsicle molds though. I have to do that at some point. I also recently picked up a couple of Sigma items. Um, one of my local comic shops suddenly had some Sigma items in there. And the first time I went in, they had a, uh, a Chewbacca bank where he has this weird backpack on where you can put the coins in. Like I, I looked at it, I was like, is that Sigma? And, picked it up it said sigma on the bottom it also said 15 dollars, so i said sold and then just today i went back because they had a chewbacca sigma mug for ten dollars and i was like well it's not usually something i buy but for ten dollars for a sigma mug that's a good deal so i went ahead and, and bought that today and it's funny because they had the sigma mug and then they had an applause darth vader mug next to it and it's the the silver chromey darth vader mug which i actually don't have and i picked that up and looked at the bottom and it said 15 dollars. i'm like so the applause one's 15 and the Sigma's 10. Yeah, I'll buy the Sigma for now. Uh, 15 seemed a little high for the applause mug to me. but So that's what I bought recently. So now that we've introduced ourselves, that's all we're basically going to get to on the show. We don't want to keep it too long. We don't want to go for two and a half hours, three hours, four hours on something. I'm sure we probably could on some of the stuff if we really wanted to. But we'd like to keep it light and simple. Not sure what we're going to talk about on our next show. We have a couple ideas, but we'll be getting that out there. Um, you can also check out our Facebook page. Look under Collecting Cosmos. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or would like to pass on any information, you can go through our Facebook page or contact us at swccpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to bringing you, you an interesting 
episode full of fun, laughter, and a little bit of the oddball look at Star Wars next month. Thank you all for listening, and yub nub. Keep a hop away.